Hello, everyone, and welcome back. to the latest edition back. of We Are Back. Locked back. Well, back. 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 So back. Back. Well, back. 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 Where were we? Michigan where were State. We? Where were we? Is back. I don't. Can you know be where back if you're were. never gone? Can you be back if you're never gone? The, the boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back. 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 The boys back. are back. 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 All the way back. Starting mm. from the bottom. Now we're back. Ooh, you you thought a 15-point deficit at halftime would be the end of them. No, sir Ree. Back, 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 back. Let's go, baby. Hello and welcome back to back. another episode of Locked On Spartans. So back. It is Wednesday, March 4th, it 2020. Backstay. Back March. <laughs> back. I am well, your host, I'm just going to give you the heads up right now. I, I got to give you the heads up. I, I've been on vacation the last three days. I've been drinking by the pool for the better part of these three days. The last two days, I felt I flew a little close to the sun. Well, I'm sitting in the core of the sun right now. Uh, truly has been pouring. White Claw has been pouring. The Corona Heart Seltzers have been pouring. The Miller Lite was poured for a little bit here. Well, you got a liability that's coming off of a major MSU win. Good luck hosting this podcast. God speed with you today. I am joined by my buzzed co-host, Matt Sheehan. Oh, I was buzzed about seven hours ago. I'm far from buzz now, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this thing, baby. Matt, what's going on? How you doing? I, uh, I'm fine. I just wish Tillman played a little better tonight. You know, just a measly, <laughs> just a little, I don't know, just, just 23 points and 11 rebounds for him. Jeez. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That was the defensive rebounds. 23 points and 15 rebounds from him. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, yeah. Back. Back. The boys are back. Let's go. Oh, man, what a game. I got... Uh, it's it, it's without mystery here that I brought this team off at halftime. And you know sure. what? Like This wasn't like one of my, oh, reverse jinx things that I like to do sometimes, the internet. Well, when a team's on 15 points on the road at someone's senior day, yeah, okay, you got me. Right-handed, two hands up in the air. Yeah, I actually thought they were going to lose that game. Oh, yeah. Well... Not this team. Not this team anymore. Not the boys that are back. Not that team. Ooh, what a win. Sorry. On today's show, we are going to talk about Michigan State, Penn State. Um, a comeback for the ages. Uh, just an incredible gut check performance. Um, we The game truly had it all, uh, and we're going to oh, yeah. talk about it. From every conceivable angle, um, yeah, yeah and, and that's that's going to be exclusively what we uh, get to today. I don't feel the need to talk about much else. Maybe we can dip into the, uh, the Big Ten title race as well, because that has become incredibly relevant, thanks yeah, to I'm, Rutgers. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, I forgot to introduce that we are a Rutgers podcast as well yes. today, for this day and this day only, uh, one time did, for our Scarlet Knights. Did... Um, did we talk about this on the show yesterday or after the show? I know you and I talked about it, but did I give my Rutgers spiel on the show? I I believe it was after the show. Okay, I think it was I'm too. I'm pretty sure it was. Do you, you were wanna do you wanna just confident. tell the people just tell the people what I mm-hmm. said because I don't like taking victory laps. I, I really don't. No, Every, no, no, you know I'm right. I'm I'm right all the time. I'm wrong all the time. It's when you're just talking into a microphone every single day. You're gonna get stuff right. You're gonna get stuff wrong. It's the nature of the business, as they mm-hmm. say. But mm-hmm. Matt, what did I tell mm-hmm. you after we recorded yesterday, just, as it relates to Maryland Rutgers? 
I'll just put it this way. Rutgers could have been shown healthy Steph Curry, healthy Anthony Davis, healthy Zion Williamson on this Rutgers team against Maryland. For me, and my confidence for that game wouldn't have been even as high as yours was for this game with all three of those players not available with just one. Gino, Gino Baker, Gino Baker, Gio, 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 God, I was so close. Yeah, Gio Baker, Uh, you were mighty confident in your Scarlet Knights last night after we hung up. We hung up, and I swear to God, it was like, what, three seconds before I was like, yeah, I don't know about Rutgers. And you're like, oh, they're they're, they're going to smash them tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Nobody right, goes I into the wreck. for a second. Nobody goes into the wreck and wins. They literally lost one game at home all year, and yeah. it was they played their worst game of the season against Michigan when Michigan was, like, peaking, playing their best, like, they're so hard to beat at the rack, and yeah, that that was it was a Clearly. good chance. It was it was basically don't discount Rutgers beating Maryland in their own place. Um, oh, it wasn't just don't discount Maryland <laughs> losing to Rutgers. Well, well, come on, puff your chest a little bit here, man. Come when, on, you were all in on the Scarlet Knights once we hunt off last night, and I was like, okay, well, you know what? Finally, Will says something that probably isn't going to be accurate. <laughs> Finally, he has something that has statistical, scientific numbers behind it. And it's not going to work out for him. I, God I, bless America. Will it worked out? <laughs> I just thought that if Maryland was going to lose on the road to Rutgers, was more likely the spot than at home against Michigan, just because of the rack, man. Uh, and I did say this. I, I will say I called this in um, just. 100% credit to me. I told you, Geo mm-hmm. Baker is going to make some wild shot. Geo Baker. Yeah. Geo Baker is going to make a wild shot, and Maryland's going to miss a bunch of threes, and like it's just going to happen. And Geo Baker hit like a 38 footer <laughs> with Did the shot really? clock winding down in the first half to like give Rutgers a big lead uh, going into the break. Yeah. Um, See, I, like I did my absolute best to know nothing about that game until <laughs> I think like it was like six-ish minutes left in the Michigan State-Penn State game. I think I saw Kyle Austin, I want to say, from NLive tweet, oh, by the way, Rutgers is up 18 right now, and I almost just fell on the floor right there. I was like, oh, good. Thank God I wasn't stressed enough about this Michigan State game going on right now. <laughs> All right, perfect. Oh, man, boys are back to being what they are. They are back to being cream of the crop of the Big Ten. They are back in the Big Ten title race. I'll tell you And you know what, what else is back? High ticket prices for the senior day game, but hey, yes. that's beside the point. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. Your boy, me, mm-hmm. had a pretty damn good night on Twitter. Did you know? Good for you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not a big takey guy. And I think if you, like, read my stuff, you're just like, and this is transitioning into the game. Um, You know, Penn State, I tweeted about Penn State being bad on the offensive glass and shooting threes and just how insane it had been. Um, I tweeted at one point, Penn State could miss their next 14 threes and they'd still be shooting above their season average from three. Um, From that point, Penn State missed... Uh, one or 14 of their next 15 threes, I believe it was. <laughs> uh, it kind of might have been a little more. <laughs> oh, no, than excuse actually. me, one of 17. Yeah, it was missed, one of 17. Yeah. And missed 13 straight attempts. Like, <laughs> oh, they, they think they're me. All right. <laughs> like, they, they, they think they're me on men's rec league division two night. All right. I see you. I see you guys. Yeah. Like, uh, blind squirrel finds a nut there. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel, <laughs> felt good about that first half shooting was absolutely absurd, Matt. It was so uh, frustrating I, because... And, and nine like, of 13 shooting in the first half from three-point, I would say so as well. I was like, like, on one hand, okay. Myron uh, Jones... MSU, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, My- no, Myron Jones is a good shooter, and him going four, four and a half is not wild, but he was 10 of 12 um, against Michigan State in three halves of play. Then he missed his next five. Like, the things mm-hmm. have a way of working out, but, like, their bad shooters were hitting ridiculous shots. Like, yeah. Jamari Wheeler, yeah. not a good shooter, hits his first three, then misses his next three, next three shots. Seth Lundy is two for two from three, misses his next four shots. Miles Dredd um, ends up, you know, is like three for three to start the game, ends up three for six. Like, they missed all of them after making all of them, and they ended up pretty much shooting – uh, they shot 33% from three on the night. They're like 32.7. I was going to say, like, that's pretty much their season average. Yeah, then, what they, they hit, balanced, eventually <laughs> balanced out to. <laughs> they hit their season average by being incredible and then as bad as you can get. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's just. You look at Lundy's percentage, you look at Jones, Wheeler, Dredd, and you tie that all in with three of 19 shooting from Lamar Stevens. <sighs> well, that's the anatomy of a 15 point comeback yeah. here <laughs> for your dude, Spartans. They didn't even play that well like oh. during the comeback they were like Izzo was lighting up Cassius and li- lit up Gabe Brown because Brown missed a rotation terribly Rocket yeah. and Malik Hall had a really bad miscommunication that led to a wide open three that they missed um they were still a little bit sloppy it's just like shot making kind of wins out and he didn't have a great efficient night but mm-hmm. Rocket Watts my God, will that kid hit big shot after big shot? Like he he takes twenty shots yeah. to get to eighteen points, and yeah. that's a little bit less than ideal. He doesn't turn it over, has four rebounds and an assist, so he ends up with like an overall positive night, mm-hmm. uh, O rating of one hundred six. But like, there's something to be said about that kid having a couple bowling balls in his pants every time he rises up. Like he is, yeah, of course, stone cold. It's unbelievable. Oh, never. Ever, ever in Big Ten play has 7 of 20 shooting ever looked better than <laughs> it did tonight. And even in the second half, too, on the other end of the floor, I I, I just caught myself too many times just being like, holy, that is great defense. It, that's number two, Rocket Watts, like an off-ball guard in the perimeter. On ball, too. Like, yeah, he's sick. Man, he's a dog in the defensive end, too. He is. Um, God, it's incredible. Yeah. I, and I'm really starting to think, too, and I, I, I saw someone tweet out this take, like, yeah, I really thought Rocket Watts' development was a little hampered by his stress fracture injury in his foot to begin the year, and now he's really clicking. Uh, I can't necessarily argue that. Uh, yeah, there is absolutely something to that. He did have a slow start to the year, of course. There were some times where you could see that, yeah, it was a freshman trying to get his feet wet in the Big Ten. But, hey, I, he had a little break with his injury. He's come back, and, well, hey, you've seen the last few games. Rocket, back. <laughs> he's back. He, he's he got some things to – actually, you know what? We need to take a break. Um, sure. We'll come back and pick up with this, and then we'll we'll get into Xavier Tillman. And, you know, we I not think we boys. should – We'll get into the boys. We'll get into the boys. Uh, so we'll do that here in just a second. Yeah, so, so pick, welcome back. Uh, picking up yeah, right sorry. on that conversation with Rocket Watts. There's some things that need to sort of be refined in his game, and you can see it at moments where, like, his driving kicks are getting better. He's finding guys, um, making some really nice passes. He didn't have, like, the most prolific uh, assist game here, only getting one. Uh, But he had three against Maryland, four against Nebraska, um, and he's starting to sort of pick up in that regard as well, which is going to be sort of the next evolution for him. 
um, as his shot gets better and continues to improve. Like he's shooting fifty four percent from two in conference play, Matt. I'll take that. I, so, I, I will take that. I'm a little greedy, but I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. from a six two point guard combo guard, that's pretty good. And the threes yeah. are gonna come. He's up to thirty percent in conference play, considering where he started the season. Yeah, tonight um, didn't do him any favors, but yeah. No, uh, and he's he's shooting 34% from three against Tier A opponents, so at least he's shooting competently against the very best uh, teams that Michigan State's playing. Yeah, right on. But yeah, like he, he's he's going to get there from three, um, but as his game just continues to evolve, like he's going to be a really friggin' special player because... So I think someone said this, like if you put his mind... Uh, or his mindset in Aaron Henry, like Aaron Henry would be a lottery pick after his oh, freshman year. Oh, <laughs> God, he'd, he'd be a 25-14 and 14 player, yeah. Um, speaking of, he was, was great. Say, let, he was great. Let's have a dialogue about Aaron Henry. Let's do a little Aaron Henry, Mr. 12 points, 7 rebounds. Eight. How many turnovers? How many turnovers? How many turnovers? Zero. Oh, zero turnovers for Aaron Henry. He should have had yes, one. Let's go. He <laughs> should have had a patented Aaron Henry driving to the lane, dribble, goes over his head somehow. But it got deflected uh, to Rocket, and the possession continued. Um, but even without that, like if it weren't for oh, a really dumb foul that he should not have uh, had, and uh, you know a couple ticky tack ones, yeah. you know he only played twenty five minutes. He had twelve points, eight rebounds, three on the offensive end, three assists in twenty five minutes. Was really good on the perimeter after like the slow start. Like him yep. and Rocket Watts really turned it up defensively. Solid defense, yes. Uh, like that's a that's. 12 points on eight shots for Aaron Henry, um, three offensive rebounds, eight rebounds total. Like, that's his game. And he made some really nice plays. That little baseline drive sort of side-army type bounce pass to Xavier Tillman for the yeah, dunk. Like he made nice. some, Yeah, he Saucy. made some really nice plays. Um, and don't look now, but, like, he's strung together uh, – four games here where he's looked pretty darn good he's Mm -hmm. been all over like he's got eight rebounds four rebounds six rebounds nine rebounds in his last four games double digit scoring in all but one he had nine in the other one um at least three assists in every single game uh some blocks some steals like he's just he's been really good the last couple of weeks and Thank God, because they've really needed uh, all the contributions that he's been making. And I think it's going a little under the radar just because of what Rocket Watts is doing in terms of big moments. Yeah, and it's major, too, because just like we talked yesterday, th- this team is down to a seven-man lineup now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they played ten people tonight, but let's be honest, uh, there were seven people that clocked double-digit minutes. It is a seven-person team at this point. You need all seven to contribute, and Aaron Henry... It's no mystery. It's no secret. He's got to be the one of the people that contribute a little bigger than the other seven people. And he, he did it once again tonight. And he looked aggressive. He was slashing. He was rebounding. And I, it's just, it, you can take it for granted, too. His, his defense on the perimeter, off mm-hmm. ball and or on ball, can always be counted on. It can always be counted on. Mm-hmm. It's great. Speaking of that seven-man rotation, Matt. Yeah. You counted somebody out. Um Rightfully so, or maybe you didn't count him out, but you said it looks like his role is shrinking with the potential of going away completely. Yeah, he was the eighth guy. He was the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah you, you you could say count on him out. That's yeah, yeah. I got no issue. I assume we were talking about the same person. Right yeah, now. and that w- that was Gabe Brown. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he didn't have a monster game, but mm-hmm. he 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 got in, got fourteen minutes, had a couple uh, uh buckets, you know, four points on four shots. Uh, offensive rating of 101 
But in those 14 minutes, Matt, grabbed mm-hmm. six rebounds, two on the offensive end. We like that. Had a we, really we nice like block. That. Had a oh, yeah. really nice block, too. Um, and I thought just like, yeah, the shooting wasn't there. He didn't put up too many shots, and he wasn't super involved on the offensive end. Um, but it was good to see him get back out there, stick in the rotation, earn 14 minutes, um, and find mm-hmm. ways to contribute positively. Like he just hadn't been doing that at all. No, I mean, save for the for, Nebraska game. It, yeah, right. If you take the Nebraska game away, or you know, just for sake of stats and making sense of this, let's include that the Nebraska game. Four points is still the second most amount of points he's scored <laughs> in his last seven games. I mean, since the last time they played Penn State, when he had seven zero two zero seventeen zero zero four. Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah, four points at the end of the day, not the flashiest stat no. line necessarily. But, hey, I, you know what? Involved? Mm-hmm. He, he was involved, and I know you don't really want to say that. You don't want to throw the I word around in uh, <laughs> in early March for someone that had as much promise as Gabe Brown had entering the season. But, hey, that's just the matter of fact where we are. We have seven people in this lineup. One of them is Keith here. I don't know if you want to talk about him well, it, today but hey i mean gabe brown's the eighth guy right now and, and anyone be beyond that seven person rotation is going to be a bonus a surprise and the more you can get of those in march the better we saw that last year against lsu gabe brown hey he had a great game foster the lawyer last year hey he was a surprise against lsu you, you need these surprise performances sure so hopefully brown can uh, maybe stitch one or two of these in the next uh anywhere from what do we call it i don't know two to Seven, eight games left in the year. I don't know. I'm not good at math. Here's how I'm looking at it. I'm interested in this. Yeah. They've got six guys that every single night are going to play at least double-digit minutes, I think. Yeah. starting The starting five, Tillman, Winston, Watts, Hall, Henry. Mm-hmm. Kyle Arns, I think, is pretty set somewhere between 12 and 16 minutes. Fair. Kind of yeah. doing his thing. And you'd like for him to come in some hit, hit some shots, but he is going to be smart. He's going to play hard. He's going to do glue guy stuff. Uh, he's going to bring energy and that stuff. Like, that's his role. And mm-hmm. I think he knows that. Everyone knows that. And it's an important role, even if it's going to, <clears throat> excuse me, end up in, you know, games where he has two points, games where he has nine points, games where he is a complete non factor on offense. Like, he's just sort of carved out that role. Behind those six, mm-hmm. I think Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham, and Thomas Kithier are the three guys that are like, all right, who's going to earn 15 minutes tonight? And Kithier didn't do it at all. Um, he well, had- uh, I got to give it to him. He used four of those five fouls. And you <laughs> know what? Fouls. You're not going to donate those to charity, so you might as well just <laughs> smoke them if you got them. Just burn <laughs> those fouls up. Shout out to Thomas Kithier. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was yeah. a, a tough night for Kithier. And honestly, at this point, it's like, okay, he we'll see what happens when he gets in uh, against Ohio State. Maybe he's got it. Maybe he doesn't. If he's got it, he plays. If he doesn't, he sits down. Same mm-hmm. for Brown. Same for Bingham. Uh, I thought Bingham did some nice stuff. He missed that little hook that he had in the post, but had a block shot and played pretty sound uh, defense, I thought. But still, like it was clear that from an energy level, uh, rebounding, uh, you know, Gabe Brown was bringing a little bit something extra to the table, so he was able to stick there uh, and earn those extra minutes. I think between Brown, Bingham, and Kithier, someone every night is going to play 10 to 15 minutes. 
you know, depending on how they are playing that particular night. Like, whoever's got it in their first run on the floor gets to stay around with the other six. Yeah, no, and th- yeah, that's a very fair assessment. I, I think it's, you know, Kithier ideally. But you get a night like tonight where he can't go eight seconds without just hacking someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's going to hurt. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't hate that, I guess, as your seventh guy, you know. Yeah. Just ride, ride that hot hand. So, hey, that's hey, listen. That this just is who state is at this point. There, there, there's six people. They got to have a seventh guy. I think it's Kithier, but and I like tonight where Kithier is just hacking all about. You got to find someone else, and yeah, tonight, hey, it was Brown. So yeah. one time for game. We should uh, probably talk about the two. I would say most important players on the team. Should we? I don't know. I think we should. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's dabble in that. We'll uh we'll talk about Xavier Tillman and Cassius Winston. God, he's so good. They're so good. After a, a quick break. So we'll do that here in just a second. Matt, um, How's he so good? How's he so good? <laughs> How's he so good? I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. I was just waiting for you to take the reins and just talk about whoever. <laughs> Uh, real quick, I just noticed this as I'm looking um, through the Ken Palm box score. Uh, Michigan State, so it's broken down by quarters, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, quarter one, two, three, and four. Uh, in quarter three, so the first ten minutes of the second half, Michigan State outscored Penn State thirty-one to seven. Matt, honest, I, I'm going to shoot you straight. That, that's a big <laughs> number. I'm shocked it was that close. <laughs> I, I got to say, that it, is surprising how close that actually is. That's 24 points in 10 minutes is a pretty thorough uh, behind it, kicking. It felt like 44 <laughs> points it felt like in, 6, in, in real time. <laughs> yes, it was a dropping. All of a sudden, you get a halftime and oh, oh my God, boys are up five. This yeah, is great. Okay. I was, I was a, a rough first few minutes in that second half away from just turning it off. Die and who who could ever blame you? If like it I wasn't was just, for a whisper of a chance at a Big Ten title, still, you probably would have turned it off. But hey, since there was a whisper of a Big Ten title chance, yeah, okay, fine, we'll keep it on. It I got was, nothing else going on this fine Tuesday night. We'll keep it on. It was just so annoying, and I had I had been to the gym earlier in the day, ran four miles, felt Ooh, feeling that's good. a flex. Oh, that's a oh, flex. Yeah. Nice, real Love flex. That. Real Heck flex. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I got home, cooked dinner, and then. Excuse me, my goodness! Uh, hey, it's it's the four miles. That's it's okay. the four miles. Yeah. Um, got home, cooked dinner, sat down to watch the game, and so this was like three hours later, and I'm just covered in disgusting dried sweat. I'm like, sweat. I need to, yes. I need to go shower, <laughs> wipe the the smell, the literal stink off me, and the stink of this game. So I was mm-hmm. right there, uh, getting ready to do that, and then I didn't have to, because um, Rocket Watts hit some shots and Xavier Tillman. Until Cassius started to get it going, Xavier Tillman just dragged this team for most of the game. Uh, n- name that game. Name that. It's that has been happening a little bit here. I'm not yeah. complaining. I'm not complaining whatsoever. But man, just name that game. Tillman defensively and today offensively dragging this team to where they have to be. Yeah. He okay, is, uh, name that opponent. Name that opponent. Tonight it was Penn State. Sorry, Nittany Lions. Sorry. I, I'm, you know, I hope the rest of senior day was okay for you guys. But Xavier, father of two Tillman, had different ideas tonight. 
Someone, I saw someone tweeted a, a, a unique stat, an obscure stat at you. Did Perfect. you happen to see that? No, I don't think I did. Okay. It was because you said... Oh, yes, I did. I, I know what you're talking about. About yes, how yes, you yes. like to sit at the corner of the bar... Mm-hmm. Grasping to whatever obscure stat you can. What was yeah, that? Yeah, don't stat don't give me Ken Palm. Don't give me efficiency. Give me the weird stats. And this weird stat is: ever since Xavier Tillman put senior on the back of a jer- back of his jersey, boys are three and zero. Mm-hmm. The boys are three and zero. I'm not a numbers guy, but I'm a numbers guy. Three and zero. I don't see any losses there. Then I see a correlation with Xavier Tillman senior on the back of his jersey and the wins and. How does, well, let's talk about the neon jerseys, too. That Those yeah. are also looking saucy for us, too, as well. <laughs> you throw the neons on, ooh, you're looking at a nice night ahead. Michigan State, 4-0 since Xavier Tillman Jr. was born. 3-0 since Tillman Sr. Uh, went on the uniform. Xavier Tillman back-to-back Ken Palm MVP games. Um, nice. My guy's turning it up to a, a whole new level. Twenty-six or 23 points on 13 shots, Matt. Career high, right? Career high, yeah. I yeah. think his previous was 21. Yeah. Blackjack, and he beat it. There we go. Yeah, and it was against Charleston Southern, I would say, scoring oh, 23. Right. Suck it. Let's I would go. say scoring 23 on the road against Penn State uh, is a little bit more impressive than scoring 21 against Charleston Southern uh, on November 18th. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll hop on board with that take for sure. And also on the other end, shut down Lamar Stevens whenever you have the chance to. Here, here's the offensive ratings for all of Penn State's players. Lay it on. Ready? Yeah. I'm just going to, no particular order. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you spot anything interesting. Yeah. 102, 176, 143, 134, 136, 108, 121, 75. Huh, you know what? I'm going to go with the Price is Right rules here. I'm going to go with the lowest number, closest to the $1. Who's yes. Mr. 75? Uh, that would be one Lamar Stevens. Ah, shoot. He's a former walk-on for Penn State. Probably doesn't play a lot this year. Not a high-efficiency guy normally. Is that... Yeah. I got that right? Or... He's, uh, he's what I would call a volume scorer. Used 37% of the possessions. Oh, all right. <laughs> when he was on the floor, played 35 minutes, took 19 shots, Nineteen. Made that's a lot. Yeah. Three of them. Three. Three yeah, of that's, nineteen. That's my entire line for the entire season of rack men's league basketball. Nineteen shots, three makes. Tough to do that in one single game, though. Let me tell you. Who? Who's responsible for that? Will? A lot of Xavier Tillman. Oh, I was afraid so. Um, Senior. 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 Lamar Stevens is a decent player. He moves pretty well for a guy his size, and he's got some craftiness to him. He is a very good player, yes. He, he shoots too much. but uh, he, t- he, uh, Tonight he does. Yeah. <laughs> he got that right. <laughs> um, he can still get buckets, but Xavier Tillman was just attached to him. And Tillman mm-hmm. picked up a couple fouls when, on black shots that like did not look like fouls to yeah, me. Yeah, they were, uh, yeah. Like, eh, okay, but, like, it could have been worse. He could have been 3 of 21 uh, and, you know, take four free throws off his uh, number there. He could have had 12 points on 21 field goal attempts very easily, had a couple of calls not gone his way. Um, Xavier Tillman, can't say it enough, is absolutely incredible. The fact that he is not a finalist for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year is a joke. A stupid, terrible, idiot joke. 
Yeah, and I, I saw that too, but it, it was such a bad miss that I saw that, and I, I didn't get upset. I was like, oh, okay, your award just isn't legitimate then. <laughs> like, oh, okay, like I'm yeah. not going to waste energy getting upset about this or anything. I'm just no, not going to no. take it seriously at all. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's not like a, a major thing or whatever, but it's just like, are you watch that dude play defense. He's going to be a first-round draft pick just because the way he can defend. Well, yeah, and, and the top 10 came out after he shut down um, Jalen Smith, too. Mm-hmm. Luke Garza. Lu- I'm sorry, Luca Luca. Garza. Luca. One, day, one day, I'm going to get Luca Garza's <laughs> name right the first try. <laughs> Today's not that day, though. But, yeah, uh, fresh off a week doing that, and he's not in the top 10 for the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. It's like, oh, all right, well, dear, yeah. or just you guys don't take it seriously. And, that, and, that, and that's fine. I, I just won't yeah. take you seriously, then. Um, Zave, or Cassius Winston... Um, didn't have an A game, certainly. I'll needed, call it a uh, C-plus game for him. Needed some time to get going. Um, needed yeah. to get into a screaming match with his coach. <laughs> yeah, you know to what? To get going. What else in life could you ever want? <laughs> um, but he still ends up 14 points on seven shots. That's pretty damn efficient. I would say so, um, yeah. Seven assists to two turnovers. And... Um, just made the play of the game, taking the dagger, the proverbial dagger, and stabbing it yeah. into Penn State's heart. The nail in the coffin, ending the game with just a really nice drive to the basket and, and scoring there. And I believe that was an and one, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was, just like how was. Uh, Maryland he did. Yes. And um, one, that was from behind the arc, obviously. But yeah, yes. you know, just a little and one Cassius uh, icer for you tonight. Yeah. Um, the dude gets the double digits quiet, qu- more quietly and quicker than anybody <laughs> I've seen play yeah. basketball. Yeah, um, and I think he did a lot of um, emotional lifting. Like, even when Michigan State was coming back and him and Izzo are getting into it, like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but that's what it is at Michigan State basketball. Yeah. That's just how they do. It's so weird. I've I've heard some boxers talk about it. I've heard some football players talk about it. Like sometimes you just need to take a few licks to like really get your feet under you and like really yeah. know what the situation is all about. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is for Cassius <laughs> and anyone that plays under Izzo. Maybe sometimes you just gotta have like a verbal sparring with your coach to yeah. like, all right, this is You're, what the situation is all about right now. I'm ready to go finally. Yeah. You're not. Uh, officially a Michigan State basketball player, and this has happened to Cassius a number of times, mm-hmm. but you're not officially a Michigan State basketball player until you get laid into by Izzo in a huddle and you yell back at him. Like, yeah. you're not officially on the team until that happens. Right, no. Um, and, and you get named a captain if you do it during March Madness, <laughs> and then the national media calls for Izzo's firing. That's a la Aaron Henry last year. That's when you really reach the pinnacle of, of yes. all things the Alana Izzo. <laughs> Yeah, um, but just another ho-hum 14-7, and seven, super yeah, efficient, casual. casual point guard leadership stuff. Um, I was cracking up when Izzo wanted a timeout and Izzo said no, or when yes, Izzo wanted yes. a timeout, Cassius said no and yes. just took it to, like, call a play, and Izzo's like, no, and it just Cassius <laughs> took it to the rim. Uh, oh, no, you know what, I'm, con- I'm confusing it. Cassius wanted to play, Izzo was mad at him and kind of mm-hmm. ignored him, 
and Cassius just took it to the rim and got a bucket. The next time down, Izzo wanted a timeout. Cassius said no mm-hmm. and ended up getting uh, some free throws for whoever it was yeah. um, off a, a driving kick. It was perfect. It was so funny. I was going to say, I want to say it was Tillman, but it might be wrong. But yeah, that, I, I, I mean, that, that was just the absolute Mona Lisa of the relationship between those two. <laughs> it was just pure FU basketball, but in the most respect possible. It was, it was oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It's it's just ridiculous, and I know outsiders like people who aren't familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Like every time Izzo has one of those nights, ESPN just locks in on them, and they're right. just side by side, and yeah. every, like, and you know, credit Dan Dockage for one thing. Uh, for having the scratchiest voice of all time, oh is that what you're about to bring up? Or, or no I can't, th- I can't say anything because I'm I'm fighting it tonight. Um, but credit him for like every time this happens, they're like, oh, Izzo, Izzo, like, oh, and he's like, that's just how they do it. Like, that's just sometimes you need tension. Like, like he at mm-hmm. least understands, like he's been around long enough and understands how it works right. in that program that he's like, ah, okay, everyone relax. So credit Dan for that. Although just that. <laughs> <laughs> hard hard stuff had, uh, someone, that, yeah. someone DM'd me and was like man Dockage isn't all that annoying tonight I was like because his throat's on he fire can't talk because he's <laughs> he's eaten four cartons of cigarettes before he hopped on the air tonight <laughs> just eating heaters yeah dude like I, I, I almost feel bad for him it's unbelievable <laughs> that was but, the that was the most enjoyable uh, Dan Dockage game that I've heard in a long time. Oh, the, the most enjoyable part on my end was it was a very tight call. It looked like Cash just dribbled it off someone's foot. It could have mm-hmm. gone off Cash's fingertips. And Dakich is just praying to the basketball gods that it's off Penn State. And they come back. Michigan State ball. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's chef's kiss. That's, uh, that was just a perfect sequence. Mwah. Um. Yeah, that was that was a we had it all. We had an Izzo fight. We had a ma- we had a terrible start, a massive comeback, a huge win. A Dan Dockich on the call. Um, I don't. It just that game had so much stuff going on. Uh, Cassius Winston and one to end it. Mm-hmm. Rocket Watts hitting j- really tough jumpers. Um, that that was that was an experience. That was a fun one. It was, and just going back to the Cassius Izzo argument. I- Am I just numb to everything as a state fan? Are we all numb to it? Because I, I probably. could probably speak for a lot of state fans right now. That whole sequence happened, and I, I just nothing even moved in me. Like it was just so commonplace for a point guard to coach his own team while the coach is barking at him, and then they just bark at each other. It's like okay, yeah, all right. This is just another day in the Tomizo factory of of point guards here. I, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it fun? That's just how she goes, Matt. I guess so. Yeah. How's she going? It's casual. Um, it's all casual. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I guess. All right. So what, MSU is what, three, four games back in the Big Ten race, or what were we looking at here? Uh, Matt, they're tied for first. Oh, oh, are they? Oh. They're, yeah, they're 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 tied for first place in the uh, that is absolutely in the conference. On, on a real note. How absolutely insane is that? <laughs> that is pretty bananas. bonkers. Yeah, two back to back. Uh, really impressive road wins, uh, and now all of a sudden they're one of the probably two teams, three teams you want absolutely no part of uh, going into the NCAA tournament. They're up to number six in Ken Palm, 12 on offense, 13 on defense. Yeah. yeah. They're good. They're a good team. Yeah, I would say so. 
All right, we'll be back tomorrow. I will be uh, interviewing Joe Cook, 131 Sports, a bracketologist who does a very good job uh, projecting out the uh, the brackets. Um, we're going to talk about where he has Michigan State at. They might be up to a three-line with him as well. I've seen some three-line stuff. So. Uh, where they're at, how far up can they go, how far down can they drop. What does the whole Big Ten picture look like? So him and I are going to really get into the nitty-gritty. Unfortunately, Matt will not be joining us, but I will take that conversation that I have with Joe, mm-hmm. and I will bring it to Matt to get mm. some of his reactions to it, potentially. So Perfect. look forward uh, to that. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I don't think I said this at the beginning, but... Uh, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, Matt, five days a week. Half an hour episodes dedicated to the world of Michigan State basketball and football. And Rutgers basketball. And Rutgers basketball officially. Matt, take us home. Nah, go Scarlet Knights. But more importantly, go Green Baby. And go Xavier Tillman Senior. 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 Let's go, baby. Back.